Live from the No One Wants to Sponsor This Show studio, it's the Brian Mood Show. The studio is getting a lot of work. Is work, this a studio? Working from home now. Well, <laughs> I guess the kitchen is a studio now. Um, and Elle, you're already experiencing, like, the thing that I like about working from home has also been, it's absolutely the biggest pain in the ass. Tell me. And that is this dog. Oh Leo my is the most needy. Like, he comes over and I don't mind that he wants me to, he wants everyone to pet him. It's when he starts doing the thing with his nose. Where yes. he's like you, like in his mind, you just don't get it. Like you're an idiot. No, and he's relentless. He will not stop. And he's been doing it all morning since. I mean, we started the the morning show that I'm on at five thirty, and it's just. And then, like right he's now, I right just now. I just moved my hand to grab to pick up to move my phone, and it came within like his homing beacon range. Oh, he got me now for his nose. Yeah, I, I wish we could all be this selfish. Like in his little world, there's nothing more important than you petting him yeah. right now. I mean, how nice would it be if you could live your life like that? It's relentless dedication, too. Like, what do you need right now? And that's the only thing you can focus on. And if you try hard enough, you'll get what you want. Well, and he, and he does, like, uh, I mean, he breaks me down to the, eventually he will. He knows he'll break me down. But this is, my wife Jessica is always like, why is he beg for food? I'm like, because you feed him every time. Yeah, see, I'm the problem here because I can't not pet him for more than a few seconds. Well, it's hard. And I, he's really dedicated right now. He's been bouncing. Look at him. He's just staring you yeah. down hard. For like 30 minutes, he's been bouncing back and forth between the two of us. Mm -hmm. and, and then he'll take a little break. He just, I don't know what it is today. Just today, he's been super needy. He woke up this morning and he was being needy. And like in the middle of me trying to do stuff, I, what makes me crazy is when I'm typing and he comes over and just with his paw, just pulls my hand across the keyboard. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it's like it's so frustrating. I feel him. It's gloomy out. I just want to snuggle and be loved on too. Or some sunshine, like one or the other. I need something. Well, it's funny because I was telling you that this is, I've been working from home for a few days now and it's like, I finally... I'm getting like the t the taste of pandemic radio because I didn't get that for 17 months. I was trudging into the radio station and by myself and the place is weird and no one was coming in from COVID. Yeah. And then, but I had a reason to get out of the house every day. So I didn't, I didn't right. have like that isolation feel. Now I have no reason the to leave the fever. house. Yeah. So I went, I just went on a, I want to say like, I probably went on like a 40 minute drive today. Just around Dallas. To get I, some fresh air. Yeah, I got sunshine. coffee and threw Leo in the back of the car. And it's just like he wanted to go on a trip. And I was like, all right, buddy, there you I go. I mean, I don't want to like diminish your experience, but welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the land of insanity. At least you're sort of cooped up period, you can still get out and go places. There was a time where I swear yeah. I didn't like see another person for, <laughs> I mean, it was probably weeks and didn't go into a store for, I mean, we've all got our own version of that, but, well, but at least you have the option of getting that's out. True. Well, that's true. I don't have the full blown pan uh, the pandemic situation where it was like people were like uh, splay, spraying their groceries with right. with Clorox cleaner. Right, wiping and, down. And people were like quarantining their mail yeah. like, and packages from Amazon. And I, one, I never really prescribed that anyway, just because I thought to myself, there's no way that COVID can live on this cardboard box. And they were like, we don't know. Could uh, be that's the thing. At the time, we thought, who knows? Oh, hand sanitizer on everything. Either the option was you might die or you quarantine your <laughs> mail for a week or whatever. Like, I mean, We're going to look back at that and be like, man, why are we quarantining bills for <laughs> like, really like really on envelopes stupid. and stuff? I, like, I understood the, you know, the times that I had to fly once flying was back again or like, you know, you'd be out in public or for me having to go to and from places. 
I remember like going, okay, I should wipe my hands down. I touched a railing, I wipe still, hands I down. I always feel like that though. Now, well, now I'm more cognizant of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm probably more aware now. Too. And I think that, you know, they said that uh, the flu, like regular flu and colds and things mm. were almost, I, I don't want to say non-existent, but the rate of people with regular flu or like strep throat and all these other things was so much smaller because we finally that. were, well, we were cleaning our hands and oh. we were, because COVID is so, COVID is so contagious as an airborne virus. Mm-hmm. Um like just so contagious in terms of, you know, droplets and all that stuff. Um, droplets. We, How many yeah. times have droplets. we heard the word? Like before COVID, Disgusting. did you really ever say droplets? No, I, droplets, it sounds gross to me. I kind of like it. It is gross <laughs> It sounds it's like, droplets. you know what I mean? It it's just, like the word moist. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like one of those words <laughs> that isn't gross. weirdly. Yeah, it's, it's just wet. Wet words. <laughs> damp. It's a damp, wet word. Gross. But I think the thing is that we all just stopped, you know, for year and a half two years almost two years but definitely a year and a half we stopped like just going out and coughing all over each other right i think our immune systems are probably far weaker now oh for sure like, i mean we need to go eat some dirt or something wait till old kids go back to school we'll and on each other a yeah bit. like little kids getting i mean the only i think every time jessica comes back from atlanta it's always like she's got some head cold from the little kids that she's around yeah. and it's never COVID. I have a theory about this. You know, like the idea that actually I'm going to get borderline controversial here. The idea that your muscles need to be worked or they yeah. atrophy, right? They do, they just literally stop working and they stop existing somewhat if they don't get work. Your bones, if your bones don't get used, your bones get brittle and they don't work. If your immune system doesn't get used... It seems like it maybe wouldn't function as well. That's just my non-doctor theory, but it seems well. It makes probable. sense. Like a, I mean, I guess I like the analogy of strengthening it like a muscle, but in a weird way where you're yeah. you're just forcing your system, your immune system, keep working and adapting to because that's what viruses do. I mean, uh, like SARS, COVID. I mean those that str- those strains are like the I guess the mothership strain of yeah. all those things. Yeah, it's been around forever. Same with the flu. Right. Like the, we have a yearly flu shot, and everyone's like, well, how? How do they predict? It's a you know, guess. They they're guess. guessing. They're just the best guess they can of what strain. Mm-hmm. And over years and years and years of watching the flu, um, you know, uh, evolve, I guess it's predictable in the sense that it's like evolution in general. Like you're going to get some crazy mutations every once mm-hmm. in a while. But for, but I mean, I, granted, we're, neither one of us are virologists, but it just <laughs> right. makes sense Disclaimer. to me. Yeah, it just makes sense to me that you'd be able to go, well, every year it kind of tweaks like this. Because a virus is yeah. a living thing. It's trying to, well, stay alive for the most part. Because if it kills its host without, you know, then it, it's kind of pointless. Yeah. I, I have a friend who is a virologist and she is like a rabid, angry virologist. Like trying to like, oh, pre- sure. it's, it's actually tough to have a conversation with her. Because I would like to learn some. And I think we probably differ on our general opinions of life for the most part. So it's tough when I want to ask her real questions and get her very educated opinion on things. Um, but you know, the, the, com- the complexities of the mutations and all the factors that they have to consider in making these educated guesses, it's extremely deep and extremely layered and complicated. And I've been lucky that I'm generally a really healthy person. I haven't really had any major illnesses and I can- generally don't get sick and I don't get flu shots. I don't get anything. And things yeah. pretty much work right. But for those who don't have that luxury um i'm glad that we have these options but i do think it can get pretty tricky yeah i never had a flu shot until this year and the only reason i got it is because it was at the like the station was giving out flu shots and i was like whatever i've got you know i just got my third dose of the pfizer vaccine and that one 
I mean, man, I was so tired for like 48 hours. Yeah, I've heard several people say this one especially really took yeah. them out. Well, also, I guess uh, there's a good chance that most of us, if we had any sort of head cold during um, during December, January, most of us had Omicron. Yeah. Like some, and, you know, I know it's a faster spreading, but kind of a weaker mm-hmm. in terms of, of the impact it had, or at least so I've heard. But I know that if your body had... Like I may have gotten the third vaccine dose when I already had two vaccine doses and my body had already like worked up some natural immunity to it. And Mm -hmm. so the reason I think some of us when we get the third vaccine shot, if we if we had, you know, Omicron and I tested negative when the times I was sick, Mm -hmm. but then other people who I was around during New Year's that and we just had like a low key little function over here. They tested positive, so I was like, "Well, I can just assume that the test." Spreader, yeah, the I can. Spreader. I can just assume that the test that I took. The, were you sharing shots or? Yeah, well, no, we were. You know, it's funny. It just, I guess that's just how, um, how, uh, uh, how uh, transmissible and how contagious it is. What kind of a party was this? It was like seven people hanging out. Mm-hmm. We were outside. Okay. Well, at this point, I feel like we're done with the whole in like shame on the inside parties, right? I mean, yeah, I've been to, uh, we've been to, I've, I've worked at some concerts now where I looked out and I'm like, so we're done with that right. whole thing, right? I we're know. just gonna all go ahead and, right, like Texas, we're all just gonna go ahead and go for that herd immunity right now in January. Like, I mean, I read this do it. thing about the, uh, the Amish and they were all like, sh- they were, they were, you know, when this started, they were sharing like the communion glass or whatever and they all just got it and got it done with and i mean it's almost like if looking back at it now now granted i think the only flaw in this not only flaw there's plenty of flaws in this idea yeah. but but it's almost like when you know when when someone had chicken pox when you were young yeah, and they were like the all right box hey if anyone wants to come over and get yeah, chicken pox you got to get it somehow <laughs> yeah right like, <laughs> the daycare kids at my now, house all got right, it all at the so, same time but i also think that the the flaw in this the major flaw is that covid was taking people out so right. I understand the idea of like, hey, if we could go back that far and be like, hey, guys, this is going to be crazy, but we're going to lose a lot of campers on this hike. Right. Come have a sip of this. But if we all just get it now and stay home for two weeks and we all fight it, then... (sighs) But then the problem is that the problem is, is that that's not the case with COVID because it hits everyone different. And some people have it for six months, nine months. Some people takes them out immediately. So, you know, as much as that, like in a small community... Like, like if you were like, you know, an Amish community that was in, you know, uh, isolated and kind of, you know, insular to yourselves, I could see how that would be an appealing thing. Plus your, uh, your sample size is so small that they all want to go to Amish heaven anyway. So if they die, it's okay. <laughs> What's Amish heaven look like? Do you I don't know? know, but they have a lot of cinnamon rolls and my, where I grew up, the Amish made the best cinnamon rolls. That's a, <laughs> Amish heaven doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> no, it does like, I want to. What's the other place like? I, I want to know what they <laughs> like. The lack of fun they get to have yeah, now. Tour downstairs. <laughs> it's like I remember seeing you know Amish. They're like, do they get in Amish heaven? Do they get to drive Ferraris or do they still oh, or do they just have better well, there's cars? Electricity there. Good yeah. Do point. they get all the stuff that they didn't get now, or do they basically just have to keep doing Amish stuff? <laughs> oh no, they have it all. Like they've got it all. Keep doing. I that would if if not there'd be you'd be hard. It'd be a hard sell. If you're like, hey, you can go to Amish heaven. What's that like? Exactly like now, but just forever. <laughs> Yay, whoop de doo! It's the Brian Mood Show. Speaking of Amish living. <laughs> What are you going to follow that with? <laughs> no. 
Speaking of Amish living, yeah, I churn my own butter here at the house sometimes. Um, Stop. I totally would actually do something like that. I mean, I thought about getting chickens. Someone in our neighborhood has chickens. I, I want them. And I walked out. Um, yes, um, no, Sunday morning. Wait, in this neighborhood? Yeah. Where we are right now, there's yes. someone who has chickens. In Lower Greenville in Dallas, yes. Huh. And um, I heard them in the morning, and I heard them like two or three streets over. So someone's got some chickens in their backyard, which here's the thing about the neighborhood I live in here. I mean, you know it because you're here now, mm-hmm. but it's got it's got like kind of an upscale but also young and kind of earthy vibe as well yeah so it's like it's it's not it's it's in between east dallas which is kind of a transitioning neighborhood that's why our, our next door neighbor app sometimes has gunshot stories in it and stuff people are like hey Wait. someone shot a bullet through my bathroom wall it's like oh that's like a mile from the house Happy oh great tuesday yeah and but then on the other side of us is Highland Park, which is like the fanciest, you know, that's where Rich all the people. Yeah. I mean, the houses are stupid. They're, they, they're never for sale and they're like $19 million. And all the trees are like so old oh. and grown and beautiful. Yeah. And they're, per- yeah. The trees are, yeah. The trees are really like, isn't that indicative well kind kept. of like people with money have old trees, I feel. Yeah. And those neighborhoods, cause they've just been keeping, keeping them, you know, looking amazing for mm-hmm. decades and decades yeah. and decades. Um, but yeah, I walked out and I, I heard those chickens and I was like, man, I should get chickens. Like get a little chicken Your coop. wife would kill you. Yeah, Like no. she would absolutely murder you. <laughs> I don't think the output of our chickens would be enough to justify having chickens. When we yeah. live like eight blocks from a Kroger and eggs <laughs> right. are not like the bank, like a, a bank breaker. Have you ever heard of um, a chicken tractor? I think is what they oh, call chicken it. chicken tiller. Oh, do you know what is this that, is? Yeah, it's like a little, uh, it's like a big cage where they till up your grass and stuff. Well, I don't know if it tills, but yeah, like you move it around so that they poop in all the areas and yeah. they like kind of process your, they help the grass. Yeah. I don't even know if it's about the grass, it, but. It's it's about letting them eat, aerate, they aerate yeah, the grass. I guess it's not a bad way to put no, that. It's, yeah, I think it's called a chicken tiller. My mom made one. Oh. We had one on wheels when oh I was gosh, in high school. Oh my gosh, so you totally know about this. Yes. Tell me more. Well, my mom, we had a ton of chickens growing up. My mom was kind of wild with that, like. So it's like a moving coop, essentially. Yeah, exactly. With no, yeah, moving coop that with no floor. But of course, coops never. Why have do you floors. even have a floor ever? Yeah, in a unless coop. it's a cage. Unless it's a cage, but yeah, it's basically just a, a, a coop on wheels, and you roll it around your yard from place to place, and then they just kind of peck up the dirt, and they eat worms, and they scrape, I don't and know they. Why poop. I'm so fascinated by well, this? Well, it's a great it's way. Yeah, it's a great way to to take care of your yard and just mm-hmm. move them around, and. You know, they actually get better nutrients and nutrition because mm-hmm. they're pecking at stuff and eating grass and whatnot. Um, my mom used to make us go out in the morning and get eggs. Yeah. For breakfast. Okay. But she would make us reach under the chickens while whoa, they were whoa, whoa. sitting on their whoa. nests. That sounds invasive. Yeah, Did and you ask t- terrifying. First? Did you get consent? <laughs> no, that's definitely chicken cancel culture was canceling <laughs> us because <from laughs> we're here and there. But I always felt bad because I'm like, I don't mind taking. I, I kind of felt bad at the idea that the chicken would leave and come back and be like, just like walk back to their. <laughs> just be super bummed out. Especially after you violated them. Right. They're like, just turn around for one second and the whole family's gone. <laughs> um, Do you know that the egg comes out of the same hole that the poo comes out of? Oh, yeah, because you'd see it on them sometimes. <gasps> really? I thought there yeah. was some kind of like natural blocking s- no. system. Not every once in a while. Ew. That egg would have skid marks on them? it. Yeah, you have to wash them for okay. sure. Okay, I've never like gathered natural eggs. Oh, really? I say I want these, but I don't have any experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, skid marks on the eggs was Ew. a thing. Oh. <laughs> you have to scrub them I'm up. I'm so like alarmed by that concept. But you should be washing the eggs anyway, like the shells and stuff. So I know that there's like a natural coating on an egg that like if you get your eggs from the grocery store, it's like if you boil them, for example, it's washed off and now the shelf life of the egg is like 
shortened dramatically. But if you just leave them, I guess with <laughs> whatever poo or whatever stuff is already <laughs> on them, it protects the egg and lasts longer somehow. Well, it's got to protect them in terms of because if it's fertilized, yeah. In but the also, event. also, it's got to protect them in terms of. And I didn't really think about this, but like not ha- like being able to be room temperature without. Yeah. Getting, like, I, I don't know how long an egg can last before it starts to get rotten. This is how I know this, because I was warned, it depends on where you get your eggs. They can le- sit on the counter for weeks and weeks if this membrane, whatever it is, hasn't been washed off. And it's on off. the inside or the outside I of the egg? I think it's on the outside. There's also one on the inside, but I think what we're talking about here is on the outside, but I don't know. Like a thin membrane of yeah, some Yeah, and it's kind. not something that you could peel off. It's just, like, some kind of stuff Well, that's I guess if there. you look at, like, white eggs that are not... You know that are from like one of those giant egg processing plants. Um, they look a lot rougher and clean, like bleach cleaned, and like you can see the texture. Yeah. On the egg. Yeah. And then if you got like brown eggs, even the ones uh, from the grocery store that aren't, you know, farm fresh specific, specifically, mm-hmm. they have to be wa- they have to be washed. I, there um, are egg people listening to this, like pounding their dashboards right now. Like oh, you fools, you, you know nothing. At mood points on Twitter and yeah. at tell us what's L-Hoo. really up. Um, yeah, tell us how the egg thing works. But I would say like what up to what you were saying, if you get a super processed egg, you'll you'll notice that the texture looks dry and like yeah. the surface it's of like the chalky like the almost. moon. Yeah, it's just you can see it like it seems like it's the surface of the moon. Yeah, like it's Are you texture. Familiar? Like texture. Like I've looked at <laughs> like it. Well now that you're saying it. Looks. <laughs> well, I mean through a telescope. <laughs> okay. All right. Through a giant telescope and through pictures. I imagine it's like rocky. And Sandy, right? Yeah, uh, cratery. All right. Yeah, and like, uh, well, if you believe that the moon landing was real, then mm. you believe there might be an American mm. flag there, mm. too. Yeah. So, but well, I guess the, the brown eggs, they have like, they look a little smoother. So maybe that they is do. the membrane right. that's in in the huh, I never crevices. Thought of the texture difference, but yeah. you're right. They do. D- very tiny. But if you're talking about the membrane, I think I've never heard of that, but I was. I don't know if membrane's the right word, but some kind of coating. Anyway, clearly I don't know what I'm talking egg about. Egg coating. Um, I always just I always just felt really bad when we'd have to steal like you know you feel bad for the the chickens that you got to reach and yeah, you reach underneath it's terrifying. Babies. You reach underneath it's terrifying. You think something's gonna bite you or what? Well, the chicken. What? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken should bite you or peck you, peck your hand. This reminds me of a really really terrible movie called Teeth. You ever heard of it? No, Teeth. What is that? D- you know what? Actually. Wait, is it about... Um, teeth where they don't belong. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, in the lady parts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I have I heard of that. this movie. It's like <laughs> one of the worst movies who, ever created. Who came up? Like, what Somebody person? Somebody that's severely damaged. Like, what person, like... I, I, bet, wanna, I, I don't want to say a like sci-fi dork kind of oh person. Oh, no, they but went to Sunday school like every day of the week, whoever came up with it. just lived in a basement into their 20s. They were 20s. told terrible things about sex. I'm certain of it. I'm looking at it oh, right it's, now. It's, the movie. I want to read. You the, should watch it. We're gonna read it's the a uh, real work of art. Teeth, the movie, the official. Oh, I think there's a description <laughs> of it. Uh, teeth, the movie. Let's find. Oh, it's on Wikipedia. There Let was me... a lot of blood in the movie. I'll say. All right, here we go. Um, well, the plot line on Wikipedia. They basically just explain it to you. All right, here we go. Teeth is a 2007 American comedy horror film. Um, Honestly, it felt like something that would have been thought of in the 70s. 70s horror films were terrible. This is along those lines. I'm shocked it's 2007. $2 million budget. Um, And let's see. On here, it says, if I go to the official, let's go to YouTube real quick. Because they've got like a short description of it. Um, Yeah, we should just play the trailer. Oh, do it. Let's just play the trailer right now and see. Make sure to know. Oh, here we go. All right, it's rated R, clearly, <laughs> for reasons that we probably don't even need to mention. Oh, doctor's right. walking in. Okay. What can I do, Peter? I can't see it. 
Is this your first time? Okay. So I imagine you have no idea what to expect. Oh no, she's in a, she's in a gyno appointment? I'm not gonna bite you. Oh no! Put your feet right in here. Oh god. Oh, in the stirrups. No. What's gonna happen? Are you sexually active? Oh no. jeez. I just want to be checked out. Okay. Something's okay. not right. Uh oh. Is this normal, Doc? Oh no, something is wrong with Don O'Keefe. Here we go. Here we go. I have a feeling he's about to lose a hand. I think there might be something weird going on inside. <laughs> Let me get ready. No. What? What did you put in here? <laughs> the most alarming cautionary tale for men since Fatal Attraction. What did you put in here? He said. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's oh, it's it's inside of me. Oh. That's lethal. Dentata. What? It's Latin for teeth. Yeah, I looked this up. It's a real thing. It's what's inside me. Uh-oh. Drama, drama. Audiences will be daring themselves to see. Isn't that ridiculous? Jeez. What is too weird? Just wait. Every rose has its thorns. <laughs> oh my! What did you this put in here? Wow! Movie about oh, this. Oh, what did you put in here? Chomp. <laughs> Wherever you go, whatever you do, The Brian Moot Show will be right here waiting for you. Never thought that chicken segment would end up with the movie T. I tea. mean, keep <laughs> listening, kids. Man, the pre the, <laughs> the preview of that movie is ridiculous. It's, At one point, there's just a shirtless kid looking down, screaming. It's like... <laughs> I mean, you've already basically seen the movie. There's no need to waste right. an hour and a half of your life now. <laughs> what do you think they do? <laughs> How do they get him out? She goes to a dentist instead of a gyno. Ooh, yeah, do you go to an orthodontist or like? Are they straight? Do they need braces? Oh, uh, I mean, do you <laughs> she, care? She get a retainer for them? <laughs> so, oh, it's so ridiculous. Oh man. I mean, the thing phobias are are made. It's like, what? Who had that phobia? Also, who auditions for this movie? That just shows you how desperate people are to make it in acting when you got the breakdown for that movie teeth right and you were like yeah you, you go to your I'll agent do it. right you're like is this are you pranking is, is this punked like there's no chance this is actually a movie getting made and and they'll i guess they probably said i'm just guessing but they it's a lot of actors you've never seen before and they're overacting for sure so it's probably their first project that and i'm sure the way that it was pitched to them was like, oh no, it's a comedy. Like it's a comedy. It's got to be right. Like it's a co- it's a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Like it's about a girl with teeth in her vagina. Like it's and it bites off everyone's fingers and whatever they put in there. <laughs> <laughs> whatever else goes in, I guess. You couldn't say well, it. That's why you could not bring. We know what else goes in there. Yeah, I know. It's terrifying. It's what phobias That's are made. That's the about. scary part. <laughs> But I mean, they probably pitched it as like, no, no, it's got, it's a comedy, like you know, like Super Troopers, like yeah. uh, Laha will be knee yeah. slapping, it'll be hilarious. And then when they acted in it, and when they edited it all together, you're like, you see the cut, like that's a movie where you go to the premiere and you're all excited because you don't know how it looks, you right. don't know how the edit came out, you know that you were acting, you know that you were like screaming, and you know mm-hmm. that like you you delivered some lines like intense on purpose. 
Like, I don't know, just inside me. Totally. And you're, and then when you see how they cut it together with music and yeah, add a soundtrack, you're like, funny. oh, you this guys didn't even, spoof. you guys made this just like a straight up horror right. movie and now it looks like we seriously acted in this thing where this girl's vagina's biting dicks off and stuff. <laughs> I think about this all this, not that, I don't think about that all I think about though, how much trust actors have to put into directors. Yes. Because like, they're, they're, they're vision, you have to deliver their vision and they're telling you, you know, more this, less this, I want this tone. I don't, I don't know. I'm not an actress. I don't know what they say, but like sometimes lines are insane. Sometimes the way it's acted is really unusual and it could be so stupid in the end if this director isn't good and you just have to trust that your work is being handled in a way that you're going to be proud of. And that seems really like, I don't know, a scary relationship. I think. Imagine if Sharknado took itself serious. See? Great example. Like, you know, like you, it's ridiculous. Sharknado. It's a tornado of sharks. You're like, yeah, dude. Okay. But you have to go into that. Like Ian Ziering has to go into that on the first one and go, all right. So you guys, this is, this is like a crazy, like ridiculous cold comedy, right? Like we're, that's what we're doing. they didn't act it sarcastically. They acted it straight. Right. But that's what sold the joke. But right. imagine by just editing it differently yeah. and putting in it, and music is what sells it. Yeah. Right. If you're if you yeah, put music true. in it, that's all serious. And timing, I think. Like that trailer makes that movie look like it's seriously about like uh, like they're like you know what it was this and it was um, like the other movies that what was that movie that the the Korean film that won all those awards um i don't know and it wasn't paranoia it was parasite oh i watched that that yeah, was good parasite right but but that movie like or those horror movies that have like a like a seriously scary premise mm-hmm. it there's no difference between this one and vagina teeth it's just <laughs> like right it's, it's just so jarring every time that <laughs> I image know. goes into my head but it's like it's like there's no difference if you edit it straight up and you edit it like it's supposed to be real you're gonna watch that movie and go Wait a minute, you guys like this is this is not like if like if you put like like Seinfeld music in like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm trying to do that song, huh? All right, okay, credit. That's actually not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I didn't want to get copyright accused of oh, copyright yeah, infringement. It wasn't that good. It wasn't Seinfeld that good. is very litigious. Um, no, but you know what I'm saying. Like if you would have added that or like. Like Seinfeld's music to Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like the craziest murder scene. Yeah. You'd be like, this is kind of funny. It's like, oh, that's silly. Oh, silly leather face. Knock it off. Do you think it's the prudeness of America or of the USA specifically that's like that made sharks and tornadoes a thing, but not teeth and vaginas? Like, why couldn't that have been such a stupid cult? following i mean i think the difference is because it's the way they edited it is they're making it seem like they they went like real horror movie yeah like they went real horror like they said comedy but there's like nothing funny about it because it like it's so swings so hard the not funny way that it's funny though yeah, well, it's almost like they didn't go far enough down the. They didn't go far oh. enough down the. They didn't Do go we, far enough so down. Wanna, how far you want to go? Uh, they didn't go it's far enough they, into the toothy oh vagina. <laughs> no, I guess it just. It didn't seem like it seemed like they were still taking themselves like based on the. And I'm only reading it based on. Or that's why I feel because of what they wrote, mm. like phobias are created from this. It's like no, they're not. 
No one has a phobia, or like you said, it was a real fear that you looked up. Yeah, no, Den, is it, is it Denta- a- something dentata. Hold on, I don't have a dentosity. No, I looked it up, and I don't know if it's like there are cases of it, but like the word is a real. Hold on, let me look it up. Well, I can see. Is it the fear of growing teeth in maybe other places the, on your body? Maybe. Hold on. Like where they find teeth, like they'll find a tooth growing. You, you'll get like a MRI and they'll be like, oh my gosh, we have a little cancerous thing we got to pull out. And the tumor will have like teeth growing inside it and stuff. Because <laughs> I've seen that where, you, where someone pulls it out no, of your body and you go. No, vagina dentata, Latin for toothed vagina, describes a folk, oh, describes a folk tale. Of which, course yeah, a folk tale. <laughs> right. Associated with the implication that sexual intercourse might result in injury, emasculation, uh, or castration for the okay. man involved. Look, okay, so it's not a, but it is a real term look, though. This is straight up. This you know what I love about that folklore is that straight up was created because no matter what, no matter the era, no matter the time, no matter what period of time in life, dads have always really not wanted their daughters so to saying, have any Sunday sex. school. <laughs> I'm telling you, whoever came up with the right? idea of this movie spent a lot of time in church. Right, and they were just like, like, no way, man. You can't, you, if you go down there, you're gonna get it bitten yeah. off. Yeah, because Jesus. <laughs> just Jesus. At some point in time, Jesus takes your teeth, your baby teeth fall out. <laughs> That's what happens to your baby. <laughs> oh my oh, God. God. What an so awful visual, stupid. but also we lose our teeth when we become a Adults, so why wouldn't you just make up the same lie? Be like, yeah. there's teeth up in there. They fall out when you're ready. I mean, with the horror. Yeah. Can you imagine? When you when you get married in front of Jesus, Jesus allows <laughs> you to lose your vagina <laughs> teeth. And your vagina teeth are gone. Poof. Just like that. We hope you enjoyed the commercial for laser eye surgery as much as we did. Now, it's the Brian Mood Show. I guess that means that no premise is too crazy, right? No, but I think you've established also that the farther you push it, the funnier it is. I think I'm going to try to, I think I should do this. Start taking horror movies and putting Seinfeld's music in the background. I love this. I love this. What did you put in there? (laughs) I don't know. It's always been like that. (laughs) (laughs) I, it would totally change Slow the entire motion, vibe. screaming and running. That's right. Like just like the the craziest mo- like Silence of the Lambs, like like uh like uh, uh Hannibal Lecter's like Hello Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> You're not that funny. I <laughs> laugh too much at you. That is good though. And you know they always always go into the dark room. There's like never a light. No. Or or they get into the car without the keys. Or they go upstairs. Like what is going upstairs doing you any good? Like. How are you going to get down? Right. Oh, you know, you so like hide stupid. on the rooftop or something. Um, so the reason I brought up Amish stuff, well, Amish <laughs> living a long time ago, is uh, I had an Airbnb adventure. You um, did? And I didn't know how, I wanted to ask you how close my Airbnb adventure in Emory, Texas with the dogs last week was close to your, like the country living kind of style that you had. Because I literally could not find in Emory, Texas, they had one bar. It was called Sidekicks. This sounds like very similar to where I grew up. And when I walked in, it was like an, it, it feels like it used to be like an old DMV or something. Probably was. Like tile floor. Mm-hmm. And then like the ceiling had the um, styrofoam squares. You know, like the styrofoam you know, like, squares. Or I don't know what kind of foam it is, but you know what I'm talking about? Like the in oh, schools, well, like the like false, the false yeah, drop like ceiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. It had that. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I think that is because the bathrooms 
It was hiding all the asbestos. Yes. Oh, of course. Sidekicks, <laughs> definitely. And it was empty and there was no music playing, which is weird. And then finally somebody like turned on the stereo. I just think the bartender Was there like a care. jukebox? An old school Yo, there was jukebox? a jukebox for sure. Yeah. Love that. Um, And it just it had this vibe of like, you walk in and everyone looked at you like, hey, from around here. No, no, no. It was I, weird. I know what you mean. You walk in and it's very obvious. Like they're like, this one is not one of us. Yeah. And they just all, it's like where the life stops for a second and everyone does the obligatory two or three second stare and then they move on. It's fine. But isn't that an awkward moment? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that everyone there knows every single other person in the town. So they're like, they, it's like they do an immediate roll call inventory. Totally. I was like, nope, you're not from, nope, nope, no, I guarantee nope. you assessed that exactly right. That's exactly what was happening. And the, the reason I think it was a DMV or something is when I went to the bathroom, the bathroom was like, it had the vibe of like a public facility. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like something it had, like the women's and men's bathroom had like what you'd see in like a, like a big heavy wood pull door. With like a like a metal handle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the was lighting and the lighting in in that part hmm. was like they didn't change the lighting, so it had like the like the really heavy neon like the neon lights kind of thing. And in the like bathroom, the, in the hallway where the bathroom okay. was, and then there's also um, a, a changing bathroom or family restroom. But the signs for the restroom were like blue. Like, like the county printed them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just had this weird vibe. Like, what what was this place? Right. And Did the, they make you take a number and like wait for a half hour to order your drink? That's how you know it's a DMV. <laughs> no, I didn't get it. I was like, I thought you were talking about that's how you know you're in the country. And I was oh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just sit there. It was D61. Was, was everyone angry and like yeah, making D you show all these forms of ID? And because of COVID, we had to sit like in chairs marooned on islands basically by ourselves. <laughs> right. Wait, that, is that really how it was? No, oh, okay. no. <laughs> they had a dance floor they had like a country dance floor and a stage but there was like this no nobody there nobody there and when i asked um the bartender what bar what beer they had i was like do you guys have any ipas and she goes i don't know after this last weekend and then just walked off and then another one came back by like i don't know i i feel like they didn't care either like no. they had this vibe, like they're like, who is it? Do, See, do like right. whatever new guy. I bet get they out of had here. like Bud Light and Keystone. Yep, that's and it. And maybe Budweiser. Yeah, like the full fast. And she's stuff. like, if you want a green Miller Light, we're selling those for half price. Yeah. And I was See, like, I absolutely I do not this. want. I do not want a green Miller. See, Light. I grew up in New. I I know this kind of place, and then you know had some life and went back and ordered like, uh, I think I ordered like a, a Moscow Mule, and they just looked at me like I was from another planet. Like, do you want Bud Light or Keystone? <laughs> Moscow mule. Uh, excuse me, what? Uh, we'll serve that Russian stuff here. That's right. Right? Nah. Right. Now those commies, okay? Putin, no thanks. Totally. I didn't even think I was being fancy, but it was fancy for that bar. <laughs> That's. I do love the arbitrary, like, uh, Russian protesting right now. Yeah, it's, I know. It's making me laugh. When bars are like, you know what we're going to do? Get those Russian vodkas out of here. Get that pop-off vodka. I'm so, like, it's not made in Russia. It just has a Russian name. Still, though, I get it. I mean, it's stupid. It's just funny. It's funny, people, but they're like, I just funny when people are like, how can I take a stand? <laughs> I just want vodka, vodka. How can I make a difference? You know what? I want my martini. Gin. You better believe yeah. in vodka martini. How dare you? You so communist. Funny. Why would you even ask me that question? And then you walk away with pride like you really yeah. did something good. You do. You start saying, America. <laughs> Like, why did I just protest? Oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm anti-Putin and Russia invading no, Ukraine right now, which is you feel good. horrible. It is horrible, but I do think that every once in a while on Twitter, you'll see something and you'll see somebody's protest and you're like, all right, guys, like just seriously rein it in. Like, yeah. like 
if you want to help donate money to Ukraine's like, you know, like the, for the, like funds for the children, like blue cross or uh, red cross, blue cross. I think it's a yeah. health insurance thing. <laughs> yeah. Red cross. Don't donate money to blue cross, blue shield, unless they're doing something. But I, but it just made me laugh. I think I saw one that was, uh, it was like books. Like they were going to take these Russian authors mm. out of, um, like out of the, out of this public library. They were going to just take all these Russian authors out. And the mm. Russian authors are like, not even around anymore and they're just authors that yeah, that's, have like a russian background that's and it's ridiculous like, look you're now i wouldn't even know you had that book now you're just kind of doing a look at me hey we're like we're on board with this yeah, whole situation you know people do protest in really strange ways i mean that's that's a good example i but what do you i mean to be honest with you i don't know what to do to help all i know is i was scared of putin and now i realize it was just like yeah. i am that he's scary i am scared of that guy uh, I don't know what was discussed, you know, all these talks, I don't want to get political here, but the whole like Trump Putin thing. And I, I, I don't want him to hate us. I don't want him yeah. to be angry at us. Like, I don't know what it takes. I, I'm not saying give in. And I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think know. at a certain point in time, um, like people like Putin, like the psychology behind it, it doesn't, I, I feel like now we've got a dude who feels embarrassed like, like they invaded Ukraine. They thought it was going to be a big old, like, they're going to go in there and be like, what's up, Ukraine? Give us Crimea back officially. Mm. We want this part, the the Donbass region of Ukraine. There's a lot of Russian um, supporters there, a lot of former Russians, because the, the lines out, the, the, the borders out there can be blurred so heavily because it's, you know, USSR, Soviet stuff, mm-hmm. you know, you know uh, changing all the time. But I feel like what happened was is Ukraine was like over our, you know, dead bodies. We're not doing that. Yeah, and good for them. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, right. And then now it seems like Russian soldiers, I know for initially there were like a lot of young ones who were like getting um, captured and be crying and calling their moms and be like, we didn't even know what we're doing. We thought we were doing training missions. And I feel like now it's almost kind of like an ego thing, which is the worst. Yeah. Like not that, and, and look, war is terrible, terrible. War is awful. I feel, I always feel like there's a better way to solve any problem unless you have to go take a violent human being out of power. Like, you know, in countries where they've had like a warlord or some sort of dictator who's committing genocide, it's like, all right, we got to go in there and we're going to lose lives and it's going to be awful, but we have to get rid of that person for the greater good of the world and that country. Um, but I feel like with Putin right now, it just seems like neither like Ukraine's like, we're not backing down and Putin's like, I'm not backing down. And it's like, well, it's only going to get more extreme because now like one, at some point in time, they're just going to have to start resorting to bigger weapons because they're running out of the smaller ones and running out of people. No, I, I was thinking that same thing. Um, the idea that you either have a choice to give in or stand up for yourself. And if you're going to stand up for yourself, it means bringing out the big guns. And I mean, big guns. And the fact that, you know, America, you know, I think we've been criticized a lot for spending so much on our mil- on our arms and on our military, but like ever- so many people hate us that if it comes down to it, really what it's down to is who has the bigger guns. And right. I absolutely hate that we have to be thinking that way. And I don't know what the right answer is on how much of our budget we should be putting into our military or into our arms, but um, but I know this like I don't I don't want to be in a position like Ukraine where you either have to give in and back down or you have to fight and not have the power to do it effectively. Well, I don't know. And hope that it doesn't escalate to a point where like you know Putin from all from just seems like so far he this is coming down to a lot of like 
what legacy does he want to leave? What? How does he want the history books to remember him in terms of Russia? I feel like a lot of at some point in time, the downfall I think of most, the downfall of most war leaning dictator or presidents or leaders of countries or even regimes in you know uh, thousands of years ago. What gets them is when they start to overstep and underestimate people and start to do things for the good of their own legacy versus, you know, like he wants to unite. He believes and wants to unite from what I've read in kind of the old school Russian empire. Not, you know, like from because 1994 is when Ukraine got its independence. So before that, Putin was like part of the KGB and part of all this other stuff um, in Russia. I think he wants to leave a legacy where he puts that country back to what he mm-hmm. wanted it to yeah. be from the beginning. But then again, that gets incredibly dangerous because now you're dealing with ego. Right. And like male ego is brutal. The problem is most people in these positions all have Yeah, you have to ego. get there to get, I mean, right. you have to have a certain level of Which ego. Which is exactly the wrong person to be in that job. Right, yeah. But and they we, all are. And we still sit here in this country wondering, debating whether or not a woman is too emotional to be president. Yeah. <laughs> you want emotion or you want ego? Which, by the way, let me defend my girls here. We are not ruled by our emotion. Anyway, that's a whole different thing. No, it's just funny to me. It's like everyone, we I sit know. here debating, like, well, Hillary, I mean, well, I mean, you know, that time of the month she's yeah. going to be launching nuclear rockets. Versus, what are you talking versus about? Versus a de-swinging contest. Which is worse, a few tears or like... Trust me, as in, dude, de-swinging contests are the are way worse than a woman just being emotional. Right. Even if that was... Let this, me have a good cry and right. I'm good. If we're li- yeah, if we're, if we're going to live based on stereotypes right now, I'd much rather have someone just being in tune with their feelings and emotions and being like, leave me alone and I'm going to eat some foods that I will probably regret later than someone going, I'll show you a big minus, Putin. Right. We're doing right. this? Right. We're doing this right. thing. Right. 